Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, Shalom Bayashir, number 176. Today we're going to discuss how to become less defensive. Very often we're defensive, most of the time. Um, we usually de- observe that defensiveness in other people. Um, when they are acting in a way that's pushing blame back and various interactions, and we see right away, oh, they're being defensive, they're being reactive, um, they're, they're sensitive. But the truth is we all have it. Defensiveness is very normal. It's universal. It happens to all of us. But it's also the enemy of listening, the arch enemy of listening. It is the opposite of listening. And um, we're going to discuss now ways to lower our defensiveness to be able to communicate properly. So, for example, right away, when your husband or wife tells you, you know, we have to talk. Right away, once they, you hear those words, we have to talk, you know, uh-oh, they're going to talk about something that I may have done not correct, that I need correction on. And right away, we get triggered. We become defensive in our minds. And we automatically say, okay, now as we have to talk and you start talking, I'm going to listen for inaccuracies, for exaggerations, for distortions in any complaint that my spouse is going to say now. So I could knock them. I could refute them. I could make my own case. I could accuse the other party of wrongdoing. And that's like an automatic, like a split-second trigger that goes through a person's mind when they hear that, you know, we have to talk. So that's the first thing. When your spouse tells you, you know, we really need to talk. And you know that part of that talk will be things about what your spouse may be upset about. And some of it may be in ways that you could behave better. It's important to recognize the defensiveness that you may have in your mind and heart and calm, take a deep breath and realize I could take in more information. You breathe, you start slowing down your breathing and you calm down and you say, I'm not going to be defensive. I'm going to listen to everything that he or she has to say. And that's very important. And then another thing, to avoid defensiveness is as your spouse is talking you don't interrupt very often you have that impulse right away you hear something that may be true but is negative or even if it's not true but you want to still wait and listen to what your husband or wife has to tell you you try to listen and the listening will not harm you it may, you may get very nervous and agitated that, and feel under attack, but that's not the case. You should be open and want to have this conversation. You could process it. Now, if you disagree, after you know listening, then you could talk about what you disagree with. That's fine. But right now, as we're talking initially, don't interrupt. And with a calmness, try to listen to what your husband or wife has to say. And another thing you need to do is, let's say your um, your your wife calls, says we need to talk, and she sits you down and says, "You know, you always I feel that you're always putting me down." And 
So, again, right away, don't look for counter-arguments or get all defensive or counter-attack, but be open and ask for specifics. Please give me examples. Do you have another example or an example of how you felt I put you down? That's not nitpicking. You don't do this because you want to nitpick and you want to uh, find things. You want, you're curious. The idea is that you, you're curious, you want to understand. You're not acting like a prosecutor cross-examination. You know, oh yeah, I put you down, prove it. We, 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 you know, not in a defensive way, no, but in an open, curious way. Please give me situations and scenarios where you felt that I put you down. And let them say those examples and then think about it. Another thing that's important to do as your spouse is telling you things that you may not want to hear when they have that we-need-to-talk mode is to find something that you do agree with them on. So, for example, is if your wife complains, you know, when you come home from work, you're a tyrant for the first hour, you're very, very irritable, and you yell at the kids, and you're very pressurized. And Let's say you feel she's overreacting. Okay, but what you can do, though, as you're listening, is to agree with what you do agree with, even if it's only 10%, or even smaller, it makes no difference, you find that common ground, and if you do know that you're more stressed when you come into work, uh, from work, until you unwind, it's important to tell her, I think you're right that I've been coming home more stressed out from work, and it takes me time to wind down. On the specifics, you could have points of disagreement that you could discuss later. But to avoid being defensive and being in denial, you have the courage to see what you do agree with and acknowledge that it's true and tell your spouse that, you know, you have a point. I'm not saying I agree with you fully with your um, assessment of things, but it is true that when I come home, I tend to be more irritable, a lot more irritable for the first half hour that I'm, you know, until I settle down and eat something or whatever it is, and acknowledge that fact. And also to apologize for your part of it. In other words, for something you know that is true in what your husband or wife is telling you, you apologize it, you apologize for any time that you know that you made the experience more difficult for your spouse. Even a genuine, general comment like, I'm sorry for my part in this agmas nefesh, can indicate to your husband or wife that you're capable of taking responsibility, you're not trying to avoid it. Because that's what defensiveness sometimes happens, is that you put a wall and you refuse to accept any type of self-correction that you really need to have. And it hurts sometimes. We need to talk and you hear these things you don't want to hear about yourself. And sometimes you may feel it is over-exaggerated or out of context. And you could discuss that a moment later, a couple of moments later. But right now, you do talk. You find something that you do agree with that you know is true. And you apologize for your part of whatever it may be. Another important point when you're having such a conversation when your husband or wife is talking to you, that conversation, and you want to respond back, don't use buts, but this, but that, meaning rebutting, 
even if you're listening with an opening mind, when you say the word but, you're discounting or negating what the other person is telling you. So make sure not to say this. Instead, you would say, um, let's say you repeat what your husband or wife is complaining about and tell them, you know, do I have this right? Is this what you mean? Is there anything else that you haven't told me? But don't go and say, but this, but that. Later, after they're talking, and then you could respond back and you could bring out the points that you feel that are important in regard to the conversation you're having. Another important point in avoiding unnecessary or unhealthy defensiveness is not to counter-criticize. In other words, there's a time to bring up your own grievances. Let's say you have certain things you're upset about in regards to your wife or in regards to your husband. It's not the time for that now. Right now, your spouse came to you and said, I need to talk about something. And they're talking about what's upsetting them in regard to something in your behavior. So you need to react to that and respond to that and address that. The fact that you have separate grievances and you're upset about your spouse about other things, now is not the time for that. Right now, your husband or your wife, the other person, took the initiative to voice her complaint or his complaint to you. And if and very often those complaints are legitimate. And that's all the more reason for you to want to listen to that conversation and focus on it. And you don't use the fact that your spouse also has issues as a defense mechanism strategy to defend yourself and to become defensive. And that's even with true legitimate issues that your husband or wife may have. So if your wife came to you and said, we need to talk, and you're talking about things, and she's expressing certain things she's upset in regards to your behavior, now is not the time to go and counter-criticize the negative things that your wife has, even if they're legitimate. Then there's another time, 40 hours, eight hours later, a week later, whenever it is, where just like she came to you and said, we need to talk, There'll be a time where you need to go over to your spouse and say, you know, we need to talk. I want to get this off my chest too. But right now, when she's having that conversation, she's the one that initiated it and said she's upset about something. Now is not the time for you to counter-criticize. Now it's time to listen and see what is in your behavior that what she's saying makes sense, that you need to correct. And if She misunderstood something. You could explain that. But that's the topic in hand now, and that's the topic that you discuss now. That's another key to avoid unhealthy defensiveness. Another aspect to avoid unhealthy defensiveness is to let your spouse know that he or she has been heard. This is so important, even if nothing has been resolved yet. And maybe it's a more complicated issue. But um, basically, you to say something like this, if your wife does this and expresses some grievances, and you say something like, it's not easy for me to hear what you're telling me. It hurts. It bothers me. I admit it. But you need to know that I'm going to give it a lot of thought and genuinely consider that point of view. You don't, again... You are entitled to your own personal view and in your feelings on things. And if you disagree in the way it was said, you have a right to respond subsequently. But right now, 
you basically genuinely consider her point of view. You're acknowledging that she genuinely has a point of view that you want to acknowledge. And very often what happens is also is that when we're defensive and we're listening to our spouse complaining about us to us, we do everything to start a conversation, to talk about, change the subject, talk about something else, bring up a different topic, move away from it, um, and say, okay, I'll, I'll deal with this later, but right now I want to talk about something else. No. It's very hard to do this because you, this is the last place you want to be sometimes. That I want to talk, I need to talk, and you sit down and you know this is the last place I want to be right now. But you need to say this is the place where I need to be right now. And you decide in advance, I'm not going to change the topic. I'm not going to push away and deflect or start ignoring or stonewalling or talk about a different subject altogether. But you listen and address this very topic that your wife brought up to you right now. And this is another way to counteract the defensiveness when your wife comes over to you and has this talk with you. And this is not easy goes both ways if the husband does this and talks to his wife about this try your best as hard as it may be to thank your spouse for initiating this talk even if you do not like what your spouse is telling you and you can thank thank you i know it's a difficult conversation but thank you for bringing it up it's important relationships require that you take such initiative and you express hakara satayi even when it's a hard subject. And this way, you calm things down and it opens up healthier communication. Another etza also is that after this conversation happened, let's say your wife came to you and said, we need to talk, and she listed a few grievances, things that upset her. You said you'll, talk, you'll think about it and you respond. Bring it up again. Don't ignore it. Within the next 48 hours, you approach your wife and said, I, ha- I remember your conversation. I'm taking it to heart. I'm thinking about your point of view. I'm willing to revisit the issue. Yes, this takes courage. This is the, probably the last thing you want to do. And counterintuitive, you want to bury it and say, I hope I, this conversation doesn't come up again. But no, I'm willing to revisit the issue. I was thinking about this conversation. I'm glad we had this talk. And we're going to talk about it again, just to straighten things out. And again, all of these kalalim, these yesaidites over here that we discussed about lowering your defensiveness, that doesn't mean that you just absorb everything. And even if you feel something was exaggerated or misunderstood, that you just keep quiet and bury it within you and think in your mind, my wife is wrong about this. No, you don't do that. After that, you have another conversation. Said, you know, you said this about me. I understand why, but I want you to explain what was going on when this particular thing happened and have a discussion about it. So, the kids are, please review this share. It's a very, very important one because it's extremely common meter that we all have defensiveness that we see usually in others, but not that much in ourselves. That is very normal, universal but it's the arch enemy of listening and it's the way to cause people to drift away from each other 
And it's hard to remove that defensiveness. It's hard not to interrupt. It's hard to ask for specifics. It's hard to find something to agree with. It's hard to apologize for the your part of things. It's hard not to answer back with a but. It's hard not to counter-criticize. It's hard to, to let your partner know, yes, I hear what you're saying. And it's hard to thank them for, for bringing up a conversation that's painful to you. And it's hard to go back to your partner and tell them, I'm still thinking about that conversation, about your point of view, and we'll revisit the issue and work it through. These things are not easy. But that's the key in marriage. It enhances marriage. It brings, brings out the best in us as we practice these practices to try to remove those unhealthy defensiveness mechanisms that we have within ourselves and to promote a peaceful, loving connection. Have a wonderful day.